0: Do you have big dreams? Are you called to do something more with your life, but you're not sure what it is or even how it's going to happen? Today's guest, Mitch Matthews from the Dream Think Do podcast, shares his story of going after a big dream and finding something even better when it seemed like the dream was no longer possible. Mitch comes with a perspective of having interviewed more than 300 dreamers on his podcast and having coached high-level executives for more than a decade. He talks about the faith that's required to chase a big dream, and the many intangible benefits that appear along the way. And of course, he answers five big questions here on Made to Thrive. Are you tired of just going through the motions? Do you know that there's more to life, but you aren't sure how to become all God made you to be? Are you looking for a community of people who aren't perfect either, but who want to be fully alive? This is Made to Thrive. Each week, we encourage, equip, and empower you on your journey as we interview experts and share resources to help you every step of the way. Let's thrive together. Mitch Matthews, welcome to Made to Thrive, man. I almost said welcome to Dream Think Do because I heard (laughs) you say that so often. For those of you who haven't met Mitch yet, man, I am so excited to introduce you. Uh, He's the author of a couple of really great books, Ignite and Dream Job Revisited. Uh, he's the husband of Melissa and the father of Ben and Alex. Uh, and he is uh, the person who I learned life coaching from. So if you are part of the Major Thrive membership, and you've been in the courses and everything uh, without plagiarism, Mitch's fingerprints are all over it, man. And so I, I give you a ton of credit for that. And I really uh, appreciate you being here, Mitch, sharing the good stuff uh, that you have going on, whether it's with with courses, whether it's with the Dream Think Do podcast. Uh, but just most of all, just giving your time as you always do.
1: Oh, well, thank you, Sam. It's an honor to be here, man. I'm so excited. It's like I said in my email to you it's like, it's about time. Sam's
0: got a podcast. So <laughs> that's right. This is great. I, it's an honor to be on. Yeah, that's so good. And and if as I said, if you haven't interacted with Mitch before, it's it's really uh, an awesome experience to to find for someone who you know. As a, you, there's a lot of things we're going to talk about today that you're you're working on, you're into. Yeah. But when you're when you're with your whether it's coaching the the elite coach acceleration, uh, whether it's you know you're you're doing your podcast interviews or whatever, man, I love about. Um, and we've interacted in purpose in person at a, at a big dream gathering. But yeah, you're locked in. Like when you're when you're present, you're present, and that is a gift. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I really appreciate that and uh, and honor you for that because a lot of people are checking to do boxes, which I know you like, but they're not present. And yeah. uh, that's a that's a big thing uh, to be able to actually provide value to people.
1: Oh, that's yeah, absolutely. It's not some actually actually that's not something that comes naturally to me. So that's something I've had to cultivate. Um, And it's one of those that I realized that being fully present, I mean, this is a little play on words, but it helps me remember it. Being fully present is one of the best gifts that we can give. And so, uh, you know, really try to do that. It gets harder and harder, you know, with all the distractions in the world. But I I think in some ways it shouldn't be revolutionary, but being fully present, being, you know, the best gift or one of the best gifts that we can give as we do that, it starts to become more and more revolutionary. It starts to become more of a standout kind of thing. So yeah. I appreciate you saying that. That is something in, I intentionally pursue. So that that's means good.
0: Yeah. And, and it's funny too, because a lot of times we think about like the different areas of our lives or where you want to improve or thrive. And yeah. we, man, this should just come naturally. Okay, maybe. But right. if it doesn't, you're still allowed to work on it. Right. <laughs> that's still. You're still, you know, give yourself permission to say, hey, I wish this came easily. But because it's important to me, I'm going to go ahead and dig in and- and Right. Well, and it's one
1: of those things too, where I think, you know, so often when we decide to go after something uh, or make it a priority, that's fantastic. But you know, whether it's your business, your faith or whatever, uh, with our world constantly changing, which the last few years have been a huge reminder of that. Absolutely. Um, you know, we have to also evolve and say, you know, the way to be fully present now, I mean, Mm -hmm. like you said, like when we got to be in that same room together, I think it was in Georgia, right? Like if that was one way to be fully present now, it's very rare. We actually get to be in the same room together. So like that, even how we show up and be fully present all of those things evolve. So it's, it's that old thing of being able to say that I've got a short attention span, as you know, Sam. So, you know, in some ways that also helps me to stay focused on the goals is to say, all right, what am I needing to change today uh, to be able to still hit that or in your, maybe your language
0: thrive today. Right. So I love it. Right. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I have a a program uh, win the day and that's just a big thing of like, man, I really want to win tomorrow too. But given that I have today,
1: yep, <laughs> let's, exactly. let's
0: dig in and, and not get to the end of the day and think, man, what just happened? You know, yes. like, what, you know, What did I do today? Or you right. know, who, with, who was I really engaging with fully? Yeah. Or were you just, you know, just continuing on a, a series of transactional relationships? It, it, right. that's, a, that's a thing. As I think a lot of people say, like I want to have more of an influence. I want to impact more people. And that, as you said, that gift, of just slowing down for, for a half a minute and being present with somebody is I have a a friend of mine. He yesterday, he said he was traveling for six months or so working in Japan and traveling. And he said, when he was in Japan with a, with a language barrier, he said, he, he never realized how being understood is such an underrated luxury. And for him, it was an, it was an obvious reason. Yeah. I think for, for those of us, when we don't have obvious reasons, we still, man, like, you know, I'm not like being heard, being listened to, and and yeah. all of that. And I think we're in a hurry to get our point across or to get our agenda, and then we miss the fact that the maybe the person is our agenda, like that's our yep. that relationship. Absolutely. So these so far we're covering it. all the points I laid out uh, that we wanted to talk <laughs> about so today. Good. Totally oh, kidding. If you guys it. have listened to this podcast before, we always start out with an agenda, and we never. Go go on that actual path, and it's awesome.
1: Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. It's always That's fun what, to see what gets unveiled as you go, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. And so this is this is what happens when you hang out with good people. So I love it. Speaking of good people, we got to hang out in Augusta, Georgia. Yes, uh, at Augusta University, uh a big dream gathering. I'm wearing the shirt. Yes. If you guys, have yeah, seen, look at that. Uh, Looks good. You make it look good, it on, my friend. That's great. Uh, uh, on, uh, on Facebook or on, uh, in the membership, but the big dream gathering, you gotta be there to get the shirt. I mean, come on. Um, <laughs> right. but what, so I want to talk today a lot about the, this power of dreams and dreaming. Yeah. I think a lot of people maybe are hesitant to, or maybe they sure. feel like, uh, you know, that it takes some emotional capital to dream or maybe some faith, but the big dream gathering, which is now a really awesome production. I, I highly recommend you go check out Big Dream the Big Dream Gathering at mitchmatthews.com. Go dig into that and, and get on the mailing list. Try to figure out when yeah. it's coming to you. There you because go. Because it's it's really, really great. Uh, but it, it wasn't the production, right, that it oh, is now.
1: Yeah. No. Can
0: you tell me a little bit about maybe for your, for your own take on, on, on dreams and dreaming in general. And then tell me a little bit about that big, that first big dream gathering.
1: Yeah. Well, it's funny because I'm with you, Sam. It's, it's interesting. Like I've got a podcast called dream, think, do. And when we were thinking about naming it, I, even though so much of what I do involves helping people get clear on their dreams, I almost didn't want to have dreams in the name Because what's interesting is that, you know, you and I both live in the United States. You know, we talk about the American dream. This country Mm -hmm. was built on the fact that some people were willing to go after their dreams, pursue their dreams. But I would say in the last 10, maybe 20 years, there's almost, you know, a dismissive tone when people say dreams or, oh, they almost like wave it off. Like, oh, he's such a dreamer. She's such a dreamer, Right. right? And it's interesting. And I was weighing it out, like you know, I know the importance of dreams. Um, I also know that I am not a natural dreamer, Mm. right? Like, if if you go to my natural defaults, I'm a natural worrier, right? Mm -hmm. Like a person that worries, that sees a lot of bad stuff, you know, like predicts a lot of bad stuff, all those things. And and I realized, like, I've I've always had to choose to dream, but when I do that, amazing things happen. Mm. And I do believe that also God. I think God put us on the planet to do some specific things, to walk it out. Of course, we have choices, we do it, but I think He's designed us, um, you know, each and every one of us in different ways with different passions, different skill sets. And I think some of the ways that He draws those things out are I think He puts dreams on our hearts to be able to say and invites us into that journey with Him. And so it's funny when, you know, we were naming the podcast, there was Wish Nah. (laughs) Uh, goals, nah, like goals are important, but they're different than dreaming. And so we went with the name of, of dream, think, do now you mentioned the big dream gathering and basically these events, uh, pre COVID or events where people would come into the room. Um, we would do them on college campuses and communities. Uh, and I would do a little talk on the front end to get people thinking and dreaming. But then what we would do is invite everybody to write down dreams, dreams and goals on sheets of paper. Then we put them up on the walls and go around and, and just old school analog piece of paper, pens, yeah. pencils, right? Um, and, and write notes, uh, notes of encouragement, ideas, suggestions, offers to help. And it's funny when people hear about that a lot. A lot of times, people are like, "Oh my gosh, that sounds amazing! You know how altruistic, how you know what what a service kind of thing." And I I am very quick to Which say, "Which mountain did you just descend from?" Yeah, right. Like, oh my gosh, that's beautiful. And and it it is it is an amazing thing to see. Um, And I really do think that it is a taste of heaven on earth when people are giving themselves permission to dream and giving themselves permission to encourage others. Uh, It's beautiful. But the first big dream gathering was an act of total and utter self-centered desperation. Um, so I can totally say that, yep. uh, you know, there's an altruistic bent to it, but for the most part, it was to, it was an action to try to save my own butt.
0: <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, it's so, so good too. I saw a quote the other day yeah. and it was, um, is asking for help giving up? And wow. the response was no. Asking for help is refusing to give up.
1: Oh, that's so. Good.
0: I'll say that there's something about the so true. You're that last, last. I was so you know I was so desperate. I actually asked somebody for help. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's, that's that's something amazing. again. Like that American ethic that might be mixed in here, or like I've, as I've gotten older, I'm realizing how much more fun it is to ask for help early. Right. You know, just what it's one of those
1: things where when you ask for help, it's like we talk about, we've learned so much through these big dream gatherings. And one of the things that we learned is that I'm, I'm with you. It, it, it's that asking for help. Like my first response, anytime where I'm like, Oh, I got to ask for help is like, Oh, that's admitting weakness or that yes. I don't have yes. the answer. But one of the things that we found with big dream gatherings is so often that thing that we need help with. It's almost like we're walking around with a puzzle piece, right? We're almost embarrassed. I've got a puzzle piece. I've got a puzzle piece. <laughs> but so often what happens is somebody's walking around saying, I need help. And the very thing you need help with is somebody else's dream. Right. So, you know, we even talk about, you know, people say, is it selfish? to pursue dreams and Mm -hmm. is it selfish to ask for help? And I think it's selfish to not pursue dreams. And I think it's selfish to not ask for help because Mm -hmm. so often, you know, it's been one of those things to be able to say, well, even when you came and uh, you know, you came to the event and we said, would you help out? Right. Like we needed some extra right. help. We had more right. people show up than we planned. Yeah. Hey, can oh, you throw it a, a shirt on? You? You, were awesome. the, you were the first to say, Can I help out? I, I think you even said, Hey, can I help? Right. You didn't even need the shirt, but the shirt didn't hurt. Uh, right. Like, but it, it was one of those things where we needed you. And I think it wound up being a blessing for you too. Right. Absolutely. So, Um, I think that 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 is, it's something you have to learn. and, And I think it's also something we have to remind ourselves of that, you know, we do need to put that out there um, right. And, and, and as we do, it makes a difference.
0: Well, think about this too. I mean, dreaming and worrying are just the opposite ends of the same amount of faith. Absolutely. Right. Like I'm looking, Absolutely. it just, it's, where am I directing it? Yep. It's and people creativity. who dream, it's either a yes. great creative yes.
1: activity, but, uh, yes, exactly. Right. Right.
0: Right. So if you are really good at worrying, you'd probably be really great at dreaming Absolutely. You give yourself permission, you know, just redirect That's exactly where that right. creative, that, That's that exactly creativity right. and imagination goes. You've got it. Just, it's just going to, you're going to start, going from making horror movies to rom-coms. Like it's just, <laughs>
1: That's right. just the it's
0: same video, just a little different style. It. Yep. So, so good. So big dream gathering. This is what? Oh, uh, two. The first one was
1: in 2006, May oh, 2006. of 2006. Okay. So we're right. coming up on our 15th
0: That's anniversary
1: so in May. Yeah. Amazing. So, um, the, you know, the story behind it is that I, earlier that year, Uh, Had gotten an idea for a product. I'd been an entrepreneur since 2002 um, and done a number of different things, but we'd never had a product. Mm. And it was kind of a God story on how I got this product idea, but the short version is it was a game. And it was a game that helped people to connect and all of those things. And uh, we'd, we'd prayed about it, decided to move forward with it. And as we did, all sorts of doors opened. Everything was working great. And then May of 2006 hit. Um, and that's where uh, we had a number of things that we were working on this game. We'd been working on it for months. And the, the thing that kind of kicked it off was our designer called me. She was from the South. And she's like, hey, Mitch. And I was like, hey, Kim, what's up? And she's like, hey, good news, bad news. And I'm like, okay, well, let's start with the good news. And she's like, um, well, the good news is I just so love your game. I just love it. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. You know, we've been working on it for months. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like, well, that doesn't come as a surprise. I'm right. glad you're saying this. And she's like, well, the bad news is my computer just crashed and I lost all of our files. So everything she'd worked on was just oh, my gone. Oh, God. Um, so that was, that like was the, the start of first two
0: years, pictures of your Right, right. Just
1: like all of this work, all of this oh design, my. all of that. And we had just started working with this manufacturer. Everything was going great there. Um, Kim losing all the files hurt, but then we started to actually have, uh, there was, there was some things going on. We didn't know it, but some things mm. going on internally within this manufacturer. So all of a sudden we thought that we had a solution and that was just gone poof. And then. I'm sure this had never happened to you, Sam, but we had a number of financial setbacks all at once, all in May of 2006. And so my idea was just going away. In fact, my dream was turning into a nightmare. And I'll never forget on a Saturday morning, um, I was sitting in my office and I was praying and I actually, you know, I was sad I was frustrated. I was embarrassed. You know, I had been putting all this work into things, letting people know we'd gone, you know, we were going after it. And now it just seemed like everything, not only come to a screeching halt, but just taking this huge step backwards.
0: can I pause you right there? Yeah. That is why I think a lot of people don't continue to dream. Yeah. Because, hey, I don't want to get burned. Right. Not Because I never have, because I did. And I got to the point right where you are. And you're going to give us some some a, a different perhaps approach than maybe they've yeah. taken in the past. But this is really really key for people to to dig into is the part of you're gonna.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's like, going to happen, it's right? Like that's into life. It. But I think it's also <laughs> right. the dream journey. You know, it's right. it's funny. Like you think about uh, this is a little bit tangential, but I think it, it matters. You know that there's uh, you know Star Wars. A, you know, I think you're familiar with it, right? I've heard of it. Star Wars. Yeah, exactly right. Um, You know, George Lucas wrote Star Wars, you know, the original trilogy, not so much with the others, but with the original trilogy, he wrote it on a a story arc, like the hero's arc, right? Yes. And it's, when you look at Star Wars, it's interesting how you're like, oh yeah, one of the reasons why we love it so much, and some of it was the special effects, some of it, how it was made us feel, but almost, you know, the entire hero's journey is something we've all felt. Right. And that's something that happens, especially when you're on a dream pursuit is you're going to have setbacks and we don't like them. Um, but they're, you know, and sometimes they are outside us and sometimes they are us. Right. Um, and so I think I was just reading a book about, uh, George Lucas's story in life Mm -hmm. last night. It just was a huge reminder of like, oh yeah, he's tapping into the very thing we've all experienced to just, he put it in you know, galaxies far, far away. So, God bless him. Right. And yeah. Um, so, what's interesting about that is that on that Saturday morning, I was praying about it uh, because I'm like, I just wanted to walk away from the whole thing. Just, you know, put it away. Don't need yep. to talk about it anymore. And as I was praying about it, God's like, yeah, how's that doing it by yourself thing going? <laughs> and, uh, you know, not, it's, you know, I, I believe that God adores us, but I also believe that you know, he wants to talk to us in a voice that we can hear. And I needed to hear some tough love at that point. Right. And, and um, he's like, you know, you're trying to keep it to yourself. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's my dream. Right. And he's like, what if you invited some people into it? Hmm. And I'm like, but, but who do I know that knows game manufacturing, right? Like, I don't know that many people like this doesn't make any sense. And he's like, you don't know what people know. And then I, saw, I thought to myself and this is probably a little identity issue for me it's like why would somebody just help me how could I help them mm. and and I, there's there's some identity issues I had Absolutely. to clean up as well Absolutely. but it was one of those things where he's like let's stay with that right like you know and I, I it's not audible voice for god but from god but like that those nudges and the nudge was well why don't you help them with their dreams too mm. And so all of a sudden I started to get this idea. It's just what I said is we would invite people to our house, have them write down dreams and goals on sheets of paper, we'd throw them up on the walls and just see if we could help each other in some way. And I kind of thought, I need encouragement. That's not the worst thing in the world. So if just people get encouraged to keep going after those dreams, I'm like that's not the that's not the worst idea. So, you know, this, you know, but I I married up and proved positive (laughs) on this is, you know, here we are out of options, out of time, out of money. And my big solution was to throw a party. Uh, But my wife's like, what could it hurt? It sounds like fun. Let's do it. She's more extroverted than I am. So she's like, yeah, let's have people over. And we're Lutherans. So we made it a potluck, which I think helped our numbers. Uh, <laughs> but right. we, it was weird because if you cook I, it, they will come. Exactly. Hey, if there's a casserole dish and some jello somewhere, people are showing <laughs> up it. for that. Right.
0: That's
1: so I put it together in an email. I'll never forget, you know, in this subject line, I put big dream gathering. Cause I nice. thought if people, if I put big dream committee, right. Nobody's coming to that party, That's it.
0: but it That's said it. big
1: dream gathering. Here's what we're going to do. I explained it. And this was Saturday morning still. I sent the email out for Tuesday night, like we were going to make it for Tuesday night. And we sent it to 30 people. And what's wild is, Sam, is that I sent the email. It's a weird idea. Short notice via email, not like a nice, you know, formal invitation. And 29 of the 30 people showed up. Wow. And it was, it was kind of shocking And what was interesting was, is that some people knew they showed up and they knew exactly what their dreams were. They, Mm. they didn't even need an explanation of how it was going to work. They grabbed those paper you know, the papers and started writing, but most of the people showed up saying, I don't know, you know, when I got your, got your email, what hit me was, I don't know what Hmm. my dreams are anymore. And so they're like, I kind of came to figure that out. I kind of came to see what other people wrote down. I kind of came to, you know, maybe if I encourage some people then maybe just maybe um, I might be encouraged too, you know, and uh, as you well know, it was supposed to only go for a couple of hours on that Tuesday night, but we lost control of it. Those people started inviting people and it went for a full week, which was just crazy and kind of weird to be honest. Like you know, we didn't have a big house. So it was like, you know, it's kind of weird to have this <laughs> thing break out. Um, and dreams started going up all over our living room, our kitchen, our dining room all these kinds of things, but, and, and connections started to happen. People started to get help. People started to get encouraged. And, um, it was amazing. And, and God showed up, God showed off, um, in big, big ways. We got our help that we needed. And in fact, we were able to get our product in stores by that wow. Christmas, which was pretty much unheard of, um, in that industry. Uh, but a bunch of other people got help too. And the biggest thing was keep people just kept saying, Thanks for reminding us to dream. Thanks for giving us space yeah. to dream. And thanks for reminding us of the power of encouraging each other in those dreams. So it's been, it's been a wild ride ever since, but that's how it got started.
0: Uh, I love that, man. And so many different levels. I mean, just the, you know, the idea that, man, God, I think this dream's from you. Maybe I should check back in with you every once in a while and right. see if like, <laughs> am I still following the path? And and right. You no, know, um the, I've I've never. Felt bad about something that I did where God the got the glory because it has just worked out so amazingly well. And For as sure. you said, much bigger than I thought it could have. Well, uh, and that's any so any good. dream
1: from God is multifaceted, right? Because what's interesting is, is that game, right? We we wound up producing that game. We got it into stores. It it grew into something that's that's wonderful. But ironically, the big dream gathering wildly surpassed what that game did for us. And, and when I look back on that, I always think, you know, did God give the the name of the game was Q. Hmm. And I ask, you know, I would ask, did God, did God give us Q so that we would discover the big dream gathering, you know, like, uh, or did he give us the big dream gathering to save Q. And I, I always look at, you know, so often, you know, I think that we are ships moored in the harbor, right? Like mm-hmm. we are tied safely to the dock. And I think God often will give us a dream that we can see just outside the harbor. Like it, it's the thing that we see and go, Oh, we could do that. That looks kind of cool. That's fun. Right. And, and so we, we, you know, let go of the Harbor, we set out to sail. And once we get safely out of the Harbor, God goes, Oh yeah, that's pretty good, but check this out. Right. And then there's this whole big thing that you couldn't see from the Harbor. Right. Not to say that that original destination, whether it's the Island or whatever is a bad thing, but God's like, yeah, I had to show you that just to get you out to the open waters now let's talk about what we're really going to do. Right. Which sometimes depending on how you are with God that day, sometimes it's like, well, screw you, <laughs> <laughs> I'm hanging, but tight. he's always good. Yeah. And he's always got our best <laughs> interest in mind. It's just one of those that sometimes he does it the way we expect him to. And most of the time he does it in a totally other way. So it's just that learning to trust him in that process and, and learning
0: as you go. Absolutely. And I, what I, what I think is so great about this is I really think more and more about as I, I experience God, which is the only way you can really learn about Him, right? You right. want to learn like right. about as you're reading somebody's bio, but until right. you know interaction, is that He's a God of process and a God of the journey. And one thing I want, I, as I think about, let's fast forward 15 years and right. all the things that you've done. You're encouraging encouragers. Yeah. you've got a, a dream to launch a million dreams, which right. is a little meta, but it makes sense.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Right. Uh, a dream
1: within a dream within a dream. Yeah. That's
0: right. That's right. Uh, and you're, I'm thinking about how this idea of launching dreams that you, that started in your living room yeah, has become part of your mission. Right. And I, I wonder if you, I, I think about, and, and we have a another interview where we really dig in uh, with a guy named Brian Henley. Who's just an awesome dude. If you get a chance to meet him sometime, but he has the purpose project and it's his, his focus in this whole idea of mission and purpose often is capital P capital M and feels very weighty and, and finite and definite. And you know, this is, you know, I got these two stone tablets. Like this is all you're going to get. Right. Here you go. But I think, if you if you look at you know your your journey in the last fifteen years with your mission being about this idea of dreams, yeah, how have you seen it evolve, and how what does that tell you about about the guy you're doing this for, or just right. you, how you need to respond? Because I think a lot of people are waiting for that, you know, the big open right, and, the or big billboard they, it, that yes. says
1: you're doing great, yes, or exactly, and
0: some people have gotten that, sure. But then they're, they're laser focused on like, this is just, sorry, I got this mission 15 years ago and this is right. This is it. And, and missing the God of the journey. So I don't right. know if you, if you've thought much about that. And, and I've how, thought a lot about it. Okay. That. All right. Absolutely. Because I
1: agree with you. I think it's, it is awesome to be mission focused, right. To be able to say, all right, this is what it feels like. I was put on the planet to do, and I'm going to do more of that. Mm-hmm, and I'm going to keep mm-hmm. talking to God as I do it the big thing I've found is is that generally you don't find out the mission and then go, you start Mm. to go and you find and uncover the mission. Yeah. Right. So when I, you know, when I was doing the big dream gathering, I was coaching and speaking and all of those things, but primarily at that time I was focusing on efficiency, effectiveness, overcoming worry, Mm. all subjects that are near and dear to my heart. Sure. But when we started to walk out the big dream gathering, it started to really uncover something for me. Like I realized a deeper sense of satisfaction when I saw someone get clear on a dream, Mm -hmm. not because I thought, Oh, you know, every person has one dream and they're going to set out. It's what I realize when I look back is to say so often when somebody starts to give themselves permission to dream in one area of their life, they start to give themselves permission to dream in other areas of their Absolutely. life. And I started to think to myself and pray a lot about it. Like, Lord, why, why does that bring me so much satisfaction? Why does it bring me satisfaction when somebody decides they want to jump out of a plane <laughs> or literally go run with the bulls or, right. uh, you know, take a trip somewhere or to start something or to do something. And, uh, when I look back on it, you know, I started to see a pattern and God's kind of given me a gift, um, and a passion to see people do more of what they were created to do, Mm -hmm. right? Um, I I feel like part of the big reason God put me on the planet is to help people figure out why they were put on the planet, right? Now, I didn't know that when I started. Like, I didn't say, oh, I'm gonna wait for that mission and then go embark on it. I had to figure that out as I go. Now, I will admit, Sam, that I'm not the smartest dude on the planet. So there might be people who figure it out faster than I do, Sure, um, all of that. But I realized, like, I don't know... I don't know that I would have set out on the journey. Had I known that's hmm. where I was going to go. It was a little bit like I was tied up to the more, you know, I was more to that that dock and I needed safety. I needed security. I needed to know that that's tangible and realistic and you know, all you can sell that, right? Hmm. Um but I think he he coaxed me out by saying, yeah, that's good. That's good. Let's let's talk about that some more. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that some more. And it, he is a good, good father that way. So I think that, you know, a big part of this is to say that uh, I believe that the mission gets unveiled for most people, at least for me, the mission tends to get unveiled as we walk towards the essence of the mission. Um, and it that's starts great. to get more and more shored up as we go. The other part of that that I think kind of relates to what we talked about earlier is talk about, you know an idea evolves, a relationship evolves. I think our relationship with God evolves. So I know that as we've gone out and done more things and, you know, some people would say they've gotten bigger. Um, I don't know about that, Hmm. but um, as things have grown, what I've also realized, I think there's a part of me that always hoped that as things would grow, I would be like, even more independent i've got this god i don't need it i've realized as things have grown i i have absolutely needed to grow in my relationship with god my mm-hmm. dependency on god right um you know there are certain things that we're doing right now that if god doesn't show up woo. you know but at the That's same it. time yeah. I he always does it's is there a better not place not to be in the ways that yeah right exactly so, and that's, that's exciting on most days.
0: <laughs> on days right, right, exactly. I'm right. When I remember that there's a bigger picture of going on. Yep. That's, that is more exciting yep. on the days when I think it's all up to me. I'm, I'm less excited about living in faith. Exactly. Uh, well, and
1: it's kind of that, I mean, I, you know, I, I know that you ask a lot about like, why don't people do this? And, and it, that does feel safer, right. To, to try to eliminate risk from your life. Um, feel safer, but I also know that most people, um, you know, your word, they 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 want to thrive. People want to thrive, but mm-hmm. oftentimes, you know, you don't get to thrive, or at least learn how you thrive in the comfort zone. So often, the so way true. we learn to thrive is outside our comfort zone, and we don't have to stay outside the comfort zone all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but generally if we're really wanting to learn about ourselves and draw close to God. I mean, you look at the big stories uh, in the Bible, of very real, very raw people. I don't know about you, but if I was writing the Bible, like I I am amazed at God and his confidence because some of the schleps and morons (laughs) that he, you know, like complete losers that he's focused on and said, I want you to learn about faith through these people. I'm like, thank you Lord for working with morons, losers schleps, you know, because like I was talking to somebody about this yesterday, David, You know, one of the, one of the best Kings
0: ever, one of the best
1: leaders, uh, absolutely amazing. He got into big trouble with Bathsheba and and it said basically when he was taking a nap, when everybody else was out fighting.
0: Correct. Right. Like in the spring, when Kings go out and lead their battles, their armies into battle. Yep. So not only he was
1: blanketed in the comfort zone (laughs) and got himself into a whole lot of trouble. Yes. And so it's that whole thing of being able to say, I think that's where we learn to thrive is outside that comfort zone, at least seasons outside that comfort zone. Right. To learn more.
0: Right. Yeah. And and I love that too, because the idea um, of where comfort is, is that comfort in in a contentment of what God has provided for me or is that comfort with I'm kind of good about my circumstances or about the things that I can control, which, you know, are on the head of a pin. If you really are are serious about it. If we're going to be honest,
1: exactly right. Because everything (laughs) we could look to for earthly and worldly, you know, I mean, God calls us to be wise, right? God calls us to be smart and all of those things, but Everything we could cling to from an earthly standpoint could evaporate in a day. I mean, it's yes. one of those that, I mean, a lot of people, I have some friends in Texas and, right. and you know, just a couple of weeks ago, right? With the crazy storm that happened Absolutely. there, you know, here are these people with unbelievably gorgeous homes that have never had to deal with anything like that. Or all of a sudden having to deal with where could they get water? Yeah. Where could they get heat? Yeah. That's the last thing they ever thought they would need I to know. be able to do. Right. And it's, it's, it's a good reminder. I mean, God bless them. And I know many of them are getting back on their feet and back to it, but so many of them I've talked with, they were like, gosh, what a wake up call Yes, that, that, you know, it's, it's that whole thing of any given day. Um, right. And so we have to say, all right, you know, the things that are bringing me comfort right now, are those the things I want to depend on? Um, and I think the answer is kind of no.
0: <laughs> Yeah, if if you do, that thing has a shelf life. And and right. was what's great about that um, that walking with God through your mission, whatever that might be, is that whether or not there, you're if you're outcome driven, that may you may or may not find success or satisfaction. If you're process right. driven and relationship driven, you're really going to find so many rewards yep. uh, through that. And I, I love the the journey that you've walk, you've chosen to walk alongside God with. Not yeah. like, hey, God, we're going this way. Uh, because it's 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 yielded more than you could have thought, and what's what's really exciting is these next few steps for you uh, yeah. with with what you have with your your life coach certification programs, yeah. and then the the new app that's coming out. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: All right, so yeah, what's amazing about um, you know God the way that God works is you just never know, right? And um, some of His biggest blessings in my life have been people. Um, And so we do have an app that's now available. It's called Dream Together, which is absolutely amazing. And what's funny about the the backstory on Dream Together is that um, in 2019, a friend of mine from my church who uh, has had a ton of success in the tech world, um, he came to me and said, hey, I want to create an app that mimics the big dream gathering. And at first I was like, No. Right. my first reaction was like, no, because you know the feeling of being in the room uh, with people. The synergy, like, there's nothing the better. It's yes. amazing. Right. So, my first response was no. And then the next day, I was praying about it. God's like, yeah, do you you want to talk about Joel's <laughs> offer? Right. And I'm like, um, I suppose we should talk about Remember that. Remember right? like, the, so we the start- idea?
0: Remember the yeah, actual adventure? Right? Like, um, and gathering? Uh, do you
1: trust Joel? And Joel's a pretty smart guy. And Joel talks to me too. So, there's a chance. I'm also talking to Joel's like, ah, oh, yeah, you're right. That's, that's mm, pretty good. So good Joel and I started talking some more and I was like, you know what? I, I, I think you're right. Let's do it. It doesn't make sense to me. And there was a part of me that was still resistant because man, I love being in the room with people Yes, had no idea what we were about a month and a half away Correct. from experiencing. Right. Correct. Um, And so we've been working on this app and what's been absolutely amazing is that since we've launched it, um, basically, what it does is it allows you uh, that similar experience to the big dream gathering, but in the palm of your hand. So mm. you can now, you know, before we were limited by walls, we were limited by paper, we were limited by time. But now um, a lot of those uh, you know limits have evaporated. So do I still love getting people in a room? Can I you know, I can't wait for that to happen Absolutely, again? Absolutely, sure. Um, but at the same time, uh, you know I, I realize now the power of something like this. So the app is called Dream Together. Um, and, uh, you have to have a code to come into it so we can get you a code as well. If you want, you can have your own group to dream with. Uh, but if you want to download it and enter in the dream, think, do, um, group, you can do that. Just put dream, think, do as one word in the code, uh, but we'll get you Sam, your own code. So you can have your own group. Um, and it's been amazing. We've, we've literally had people from around the world. Dreaming together, so encouraging good. each other, um, you know, dreams in different categories. People figuring out their dreams, people taking steps on their dreams, people helping each other out and encouraging each other. So it's it's been amazing. So we're it, it at right now. It's it's one of those where to know exactly where that's going, we don't know for sure, but it's God's a part of it, right. and um, it's been absolutely amazing to see. So um, so good. Yeah. It, this
0: is the natural progression, I think of. I need a bigger rock to make more ripples. And I think like this, I think, I mean, you're right on with that. And even for people who attend in person to be able to have that tool to take with them. Yep. It's, oh man, I'm so excited. When I saw that come out, I was like, this is, it's one of those, it's a natural progression unless you weren't expecting it. (laughs) Right,
1: right. Well, and it's funny because God God is so amazing. And speaking of mission, it's one of those things where, you know, one of, one of his little, you know, as we've prayed about it or as mm-hmm. I've prayed about it, talked to them about it. You know, he's like, I love you kiddo. And I love the big dream gathering. You know that, but part of the problems is you, <laughs> right? If so you're like, the bottleneck, as, Yeah. Right. Like I am the bottleneck. You, so buddy. like before this, it was one of those things to be able to say, I had to be in the room. You know, we were yes. doing them all I'm over the, the country, magic. which was wonderful, but you know, we were limited by my schedule. We were limited right. by so many things. And, right. and he's like, um he's like, you know, he's just like, I'm going to show you a new way. And, and so my friend Joel Marks uh, and I got to work together on it and it's been, it's been amazing and, and uh, continues to play out. So I'm blown away by it.
0: Good. All right. Well, I want to honor your time. We need to do five big questions. Now we are going to go, I usually say it's rapid fire questions, but not right. rapid fire answers, but it's going to be rapid fire answers. Okay, we'll do it. I love it. <laughs> we we got we to gotta get moving. But man, I'm I'm so psyched uh, that you're here for this. I appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. We've talked a little bit about our fourth question, but we're going to do it anyway, just because yeah. I like the summary part. But for you, Mitch Matthews, what does it mean to thrive?
1: I think it means to be in that pocket. Um, some people might call it flow, but I would say mm. it's that mm-hmm. whole thing of being able to do more of what God called you to do uh, more often and talk with him about it as often as possible.
0: Yeah. And do it with him. Right. Right. That's exactly right. Uh, that's perfect. Time when you weren't thriving or what keeps you thriving, maybe a, a routine or a strategy, either one of those.
1: Um, you know, it, it's funny. It's it's one of those that uh, some people might point to a season, mm-hmm. right. And, and I can point to seasons like that. Um, I can point to this morning when I got up, I, d- I was not thriving. Right. Um, because there's sometimes where you don't sleep well or yesterday was a hard day and you just wake up and you're like, okay, I'm not thriving. Right. And so what I had to do today, right. This is not just a, oh, this happened last September or That's this right. happened in 2000 You know That's what it's like? And nah. I've never had a problem since. Exactly. That's it's amazing. Totally you should answer. check this out. It's this perfect This morning in is here. this exact story exactly. you're telling So me. this morning, right? And so what's, what's amazing about this morning is that it's, it's a picture of me not handling it perfectly. Um, but when I actually, when I'm thriving and when I'm not, um, I wind up doing similar things. So, Mm. um, part of it is I try to start the day every day with quiet time. Sometimes it's amazing. And the, the clouds part, the sun shines down, I hear harps and it's incredible. And I hear from God. And then sometimes, sometimes it's not so much, I just get an <laughs> essence of something. Right. But I, I always feel like God rewards, even if we're trying. Right. And um, and, and peace started to break in um, hope started to break in. And again, nothing's terribly wrong. It's yeah. just some days yeah. you wake up and you're not thriving. Um, And then what I also realized for me, you know, so it starts with quiet time with God, but one of my other kind of minefields is isolation. Mm. So in past, much like the big dream gathering is an Mm -hmm. example. If, if I was having a hard day or a hard season, I would like hunker down. I would isolate Mm. thinking I've got to figure all of this out and God's blessed me. I've married up. I've said it before. I'll say it again. My wife's amazing. Um, I also have uh, an incredible set of friends uh, who are brothers, knowing this call was coming, right? They, uh, it's It's that whole thing of being able to say, all right, who can I and how can I surround myself and have a conversation? And so that's what I did this morning. I went and and talked with my bride about it and we were able to have an amazing conversation. And I think there's days where she just thinks I have it all together. She knows me really well and knows that that's not, you know, not always the case, but she's like, you know, in, in that case, I think, you know, in years past, I've always been worried, like, oh, if somebody finds out I have flaws, if somebody finds out I have fears, right. they won't like me. They
0: don't me. Oh, I might me. be relatable.
1: Exactly. Right. And <laughs> oh, at no. the same time. Yeah. And, and what winds up happening in most cases is people are like, oh, my gosh, it's so good to know. And that's exactly Absolutely. what my wife was like. Oh, I didn't realize that was happening over there. I didn't know this was going on. Thank you yeah. so much for telling me, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's that whole thing. So, you know, quiet. Community, That's good. Um, and then getting to work. That's the other thing is sometimes you know you start to shut down when you don't thrive, right. and um, I think we've got to do the opposite, right? Like get some quiet time, get some community, and then get to work.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, the routine to set you up for yep. the the thing that potentially hopefully gets you into flow. That's great. Exactly. Um, An area we're sharing how yes we don't have us all together. An area you wish you were you were thriving more in.
1: Well, I loved your list. I know, you know, we, you sent this over before relationships, faith, identity, yep. career, finances, health, mission. It's all of them. I, I realized like if somebody, you know, somebody told it. me the other day, we, you know, we had a, a big thing and um, we had a program and we sold it. And it's so funny because we hit our goal and my business partner, he's like, you wanted more. And I'm like, don't you always want more? Like, I mean, I know we said this was our goal, but don't you always want more? And yeah. when I looked at that list, I'm like, yes. All of them. I yes. want more in yes. all of them. Yes. And I think that that in some ways, like to find contentment, but also to want more, I think is right. a little bit of what God wants for right. us, right? To be fully content and okay with where we're at. At the same time, to long to have more time with him, to mm. long to do more of what we were put on the planet to do. To I mean, it's, it's all of those things. So if I'm being honest, I'll, I'll, I'll sop Sorry, it man. up with a biscuit and say all of it.
0: That's it. That's yeah. good. Um, and you talked about this a little bit before. Uh, if you want to go a different direction, I love you're keying in on that that fear. Yes, uh, the sense of security or comfort, which I really believe is fear based,
1: for, for a lot sure. of
0: people uh, that keeps people from thriving. Uh, yep. would you Would you say that that's probably your answer for that, or maybe another?
1: I think so. I mean, it's I know for me, this is just for me. One of the things that keeps me from thriving is, is that is, it is fear. It's that Mm. whole thing of being able to say, whether it's fear of stepping out of your comfort zone, it's fear of, of, you know, I, I, I grew up kind of a weird kid. I don't know. I mean, we've talked a little bit about it, but I, I grew up kind of a sick kid. I grew Mm. up kind of a worried kid. Mm. Um, and, and it's interesting when I think back to that time, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things to be able to say, I didn't know what, um, what would make me thrive, And, um, you know, I knew what didn't,
0: which is Uh, not a bad place to
1: start. That's not a bad place (laughs) to start. But I think what's also interesting is I wound up, you know, realizing that if I started to thrive, would I make other people feel uncomfortable, um, either by making, you know, by making the way they look at me feel different by the way they look at themselves feel different. And so I had to kind of let go of, all right, what are other people's expectations of me? I need to let go of that because that's on them. That's not on me. And so to be able to say, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to pursue this, uh, you know, myself in the way that I feel called. And then what's amazing is that over the course of time, I've been surrounded by other weirdies like me that are <laughs> are passionately pursuing it in, in similar and also different ways. And so um, I think it is, it's that stepping outside that fear, whatever that might be for you to experiment and explore. Uh, That is a word for
0: somebody. uh, Yeah, right. For sure. I appreciate that. All right. Encouragement you have for others, whether it's a quote you go to, a verse to keep you on mission, keep you dreaming.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, there's so many, there's so many, but um, I will say that I I have a a tattoo on my shoulder um, and it is a word uh, called Peros. And it is taken from Ephesians three. Um, and if if you dive into Ephesians three, uh, it's Ephesians three, 14 through 21, it's Paul writing to the the church of Ephesus, but more importantly, it's Paul writing to us Hmm. basically saying in short order, into paraphrase, um, if we understand how much God, how much Jesus loves you, like it's, bigger it's wider it's deeper he even says it's deeper wider than we can even fathom but if we try to fathom that if we could understand that we could live a life that is pearls it's exceedingly abundantly like perosis it's it's a greek word It, it we don't really have the english word to capture we have to actually put three words together it's like exceedingly abundantly beyond what we could hope, dream, or imagine. That's like that's the life that God wants for us. He does it. You don't notice there's no word in there easy. Right? Right. Um. There's no words in there without risk, but he says he wants us to live a life that's exceedingly abundantly beyond what we could hope, dream, or imagine. And the way we get there is not by being amazing and strong and brilliant. The way we start moving in that direction, we start by just trying to fathom how much God loves us. And if we do yeah. that, then we can do amazing things, right? absolutely. Right? absolutely. Um, and so that's something that I had to get it tattooed so just good, because man. it's easy to forget.
0: Yeah. So Yeah, yeah. That, that's so great. And if I, I had I, better
1: biceps, I'd, I'd pull this up. And I, <laughs> that's right,
0: <laughs> that's right. Proving my point, I don't need yeah, to, I'm all Exactly right,
1: right. yeah, nobody that's needs it. to see that,
0: yeah. That's it, all right, bonus question. Who else does Made to Thrive need to hear from? Who else is thriving uh, that that would be we'd be encouraged by?
1: Um, well, I will say I just I just interviewed uh, Jamie Kern Lima. She's one of my new heroes. Uh, uh, very nice. I don't know if you're if, if you're familiar with Jamie. Uh, she's just from your uh,
0: just from your Facebook page.
1: Yeah, right. Um, she she is the founder of It Cosmetics. She and her yeah. husband Paulo uh, started uh, It Cosmetics. It's a fascinating story. It's a God story. Um, they they did it differently than anybody's ever done it. The industry said, you can't do it that way. I mean, they featured regular women in their ads, uh, women in their 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s, and 70s. Um, You know, uh, size one, size 12, size whatever. um, Women, real women, and they did it their way. And the industry said, no, the industry said, you can't do it. Um, And they said, well, we feel like we could and we can. (laughs) And what's amazing is, is eventually L'Oreal, bought them cash offer for $1.2 billion. So oh, they did okay. do it. And uh, they right. are so it it's, they're an example. Okay. Exactly. But the book itself is filled with stories, uh, real stories, but um, stories of how prayer played into their That's journey, awesome. how her faith played into their journey. So yeah. um, I'd highly recommend that.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. God's a creative God. If 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 you're okay with buckling in, uh, you're going to you're going to see that if you're going along along further the ride. there's no doubt and I don't know about you
1: but I I think you might uh, feel the same way but my brother's actually a missionary in Australia mm. and he is they're doing amazing work in Australia which is fantastic uh, but when I we talk about it uh, you know, I kind of feel like a missionary in the marketplace, right? Like we Absolutely. are a missionary in the, one of the biggest mission fields on the planet, which is the business world and marketplace. Mm-hmm. And I always say one of the best ways that we can do that is to be a raging curiosity to make people go, why is what they're doing a <laughs> different, what, it's you know, it. why is that? What is, what is going on? Um, you know, and if they can scratch the surface and then see, oh, wow, their faith is a part of their actual life as a part of their business, then it can make a difference.
0: It's huge. Mitch, thank you for making your faith important enough to bring along into the other areas of your life. I think so often we segment and compartmentalize that, and our lives are less rich for it. And we also don't get to make God look good on this ball of mud. And that's really the fun part uh, when you don't get the credit. But there's also no way you could have manufactured something as cool as what happens when you're living on mission. No doubt. Uh, Really appreciate your time, man. This has been a blast. Uh, And I'm uh, looking forward to more people finding you at, uh, at dream Think do big dream gathering, hopefully in person dream yeah. together app. you guys get this theme here? You're allowed to dream. Uh, exactly. We give you permission and with tools like ignite, which I totally recommend you. I still have my, my workbook yeah. filled awesome. out years ago uh, with ignite your book about just saying, Hey, like let's let, let God light that fire. You can start real small and, and just stand back and, and watch it burn. So thanks, Love Mitch. It. I really appreciate it. Man. Thanks, brother. You bet. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks again to Mitch for uh, giving of his time. And, and you know, it's not just the time on the podcast, it's the time over the past 15 years or so that he just poured his heart into people, trying to inspire them to dream more. Uh, check out, make sure you check out today's show notes. It's made to thrive.coach slash zero one four. Again, made to thrive.coach slash zero one four. To find out more about Mitch, links to all his books, uh the dream. Uh, big dream gathering all that stuff and then check out Friday we got a really cool announcement on Friday Friday we're going to continue ascending Maslow's hierarchy of needs but also a really cool uh, group effort that's something we're going to put together about dreaming that's going to be announced and uh, details on that on Friday's episode as well Uh, and if you're listening after Friday happens. <laughs> That's episode 15. Uh, it's going to be about belonging. So anyway, really cool stuff. Again, Mitch, you're awesome. Thanks so much, dude. I really appreciate it. Uh, and uh, I encourage you guys to follow follow people who inspire you to dream, okay, as we encourage, equip, and empower you to be able to do what you're called to do on this ball of mud. Um, I'm hopeful that, that our conversation with Mitch today has brought that, uh, and in spades, cause that's what Mitch does. So, uh, until next time, if you need anything, go to made to thrive.coach. Uh, if you haven't joined the Facebook group yet, it's, uh, made to thrive.coach slash Facebook. And, uh, you can get access to the community and to me and whatever else you need. So, uh, until then have an awesome day. Dream big. Talk you soon. Thanks for listening to made to thrive. Check out made to thrive.coach for resources and coaching to help you thrive in every area of your life and get your free assessment at amithriving.com. Talk to you soon.